Man, those tires are great to shine. Remember, they span out down there. So check that bottom. So Sunday drive. Five off, man. Face cars off. Be ready. Yeah, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready. Be ready. Green flag. Green, green. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Pass. Uh, I am Randy Miller, about 95% voice this week, uh, because last week was not... Much better. Yes, uh, I feel much better, actually, um, but I wasn't going to miss uh, last week, so I should have missed last week, actually, to be honest with you, but um, <laughs> whatever, it's it's a whole other week. So uh, we, are, uh, we are here, we are in studio, we've got a lot to talk about uh, this week. Uh, Tom's here with me, but uh, Peter, I, I'm guessing, is in the air somewhere between here and Nashville. I, at, least, at least I hope he's in the air, not on the ground, because that would be horrible. Or that he's landed safely. Or that he's landed safely. Yeah. Some, or maybe he hasn't taken off yet. Either way, he's on his way back from Nashville, um, and so he will be back with us uh, next week. And I think Noah's actually going to be back in about well, three weeks. So. We, he will be back on the next show. Next week is the 4th of July. That's true. So we will That's not true. be... We will not do a new show next That's week. True. We will have a show in two weeks. We have a holiday break. Yes, all every holiday is falling on a Monday this year, so <laughs> we get, we get way more way more breaks this year than we normally have. Um, in studio tonight, though, we have uh, Blake Lothian with us. Uh, he's going to talk about his life, career, and uh, everything uh, going on. Blake, it's good to have you here. I, I know we've been trying to set this up for a while now, but you keep leaving town on Sunday. Um, and you're never here for the show, so we're glad that you're with us this week. Yeah, thank you. I'm really excited to be here. I'm really excited to talk some NASCAR. I know you, you raced at uh, Hickory last weekend, right? Yes, yeah. yes, I did. I finished uh, fourth and third and Woo-hoo. both twin 40s. So. Nice, awesome. All right, we'll talk all about that and, uh, and why you're still in town, uh, since you keep leaving town every time. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll talk about that uh, later on in the show, too. Uh, NASCAR was in Nashville this weekend. Um, all three divisions uh, raced the trucks, the Xfinity Series, and, and a pretty fantastic Cup Series race if you missed it because uh, you went to bed because of the rain. Um, you missed a pretty good race. I mean, they were three wide for like 20 laps, it seems like, uh, during the course of that race. Joe Gibbs Racing pretty much held their line, uh, but they didn't end up winning. Um, so if you missed it, you missed uh, you missed that, um, along with uh, a lot of other things going on. Uh, we also lost uh, a pioneer of our sport in the last week um, in Bruton Smith. So we'll talk about uh, everything, that he, all his contributions to the sport um, in the show as well, we've uh, we've got SRX who was in South Boston this this last weekend. Um, F1, uh, there's some F1 news because they have a new uh, TV contract to talk about, um, and then Black Flag, Checker Flag, Fantasy NASCAR, the whole bit. So uh, we're going to do everything we normally do, um, and we will kick it all off when we come back. You are listening to the Inside Pass. Back in a moment. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker here with you. Blake Lothian is in studio with us tonight. Uh, Peter, not here, but he will hopefully be back in a couple of weeks. Um, because as uh, Tom said at the top of the show, next week is 4th of July and we are going to celebrate America's independence. So um, we will not be here for that show. Um, but, uh, well, we will be here. It's not a no show. We'll be like a best of. Best or of. Something yeah, an like encore that. presentation. That's above my pay grade. So yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't get involved in those situations. But nonetheless, you will hear our show. It just won't be a new episode until two weeks from today. Whatever. Whenever we record the show, <laughs> I don't even know what day it is anymore. I'm just I'm just here because the, my calendar told me it was time to do the show, and I drove here and got on the show. So anyway, um, before I forget, uh, Blake's mom is here tonight in the studio with us, and it's her birthday. So uh, shout out to mom! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, mom! Yes, we would so. sing, but we don't want to. We don't want to like make mom cry, mm-hmm. and we don't want to turn all of you away from listening to the show. So that's true. Randy and I that's sing true. in the key of car. That's there, it. Uh, there's also a noise ordinance in, uh, in Statesville, <laughs> yes, um, and so exactly. we, we are not allowed to go over a certain decibel, and I guarantee you yeah. we go over that decibel if we sing. So um, for the sake of the law enforcement officers in Statesville, we are we are not going to subject ourselves yeah. to singing, but happy birthday nonetheless. All right, so um, let's start off by talking about the Truck Series race um, on Friday night at uh, Nashville Super Speedway. Um, I, I'm voting for us to go to the fairgrounds at some point. I like Nashville Super Speedway. I, I just want a short track. Um, although I will say the races were pretty fantastic this week. Uh, all three uh, series uh, were in action, and all three of them did a fantastic job. Uh, Ryan Priest ended up in victory lane, second year in a row for him visiting victory lane. Yep. 
Um, he said in his Victor Lynn interview, he's going to start a band now. He's got two guitars. So um, <laughs> he unfortunately will need to find a track that uh, gives him a drum set for um, a Victor Lynn celebration because he, does, he doesn't quite have enough uh, instruments yet for a band. Well, and, you know, when you think about it, uh, if you don't have any talent to play guitar, probably not a band. The only the only band you can create if you don't have any actual talent is Millie Vanilli. I mean, that's true. Well, uh, although... Blake's probably not even old enough to remember Millie Vanilli. No. Yeah. They, <laughs> I can I They can were two guys who, who, who actually didn't sing their songs. Really? Yeah. I can promise you, and, and Blake's younger, so I'm sure he can attest to this, in today's society with, with the music and or whatever you want to call it that's on the radio these days, you don't need talent. <laughs> you just true. need no, a beat yeah, no. and like three words, yes, and that, you're that's, fine. That's it's honestly all you need. Yeah. It's really all you need. So anybody can be a musician these days. Back to Ryan Priest and his win <laughs> yes. at Nashville. Yes. Uh, so Ryan ended up winning. Zane Smith came home second. Um, so once again, uh, Tom adds another 75,000 points to his fantasy NASCAR total. Um Although I, I finished second in the other two races, so I'm a little disappointed that none of them won. But I'll take second place over 95th place, which is normally what I am. And I'm also not to say anything negative toward William Byron, but I'm glad he finished dead last because I needed those two points to go to Tom and not my, not me, because um, I do need to catch up a little bit. So um, so subject with me. But anyway, um, we'll get to that when we get to that. But uh, Carson Hosevar with another top three finish. Um, the kid is going to, to win at some point this year. We, we all know this. It's a matter of when and where. Um, and there's some pretty good tracks coming up that I feel like he, he probably will probably will do good at. I'm looking on my radar. I think IRP is going to be a good track for Carson Hosevar. Yeah, I mean, any of the tracks, really. He's run fast everywhere. Um, and, I you know, I, I think we, we should mention that, you know, here's the, here's the 17 team with basically a different driver almost every race that it runs, okay? And it's on a two-race win streak. That's very true. Uh, Todd Gilliland won on the dirt for his dad and that team um, in Knoxville, and then Ryan Priest comes right back at Nashville. So if if the track ends in Ville, DGR (laughs) wins at it this year. So if there's any more Villes coming up on the uh, schedule – um, we know where Vegas should put their odds. It's on whoever's driving the 17 truck. So there's your stat, sublime stat of the day. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, Carson Hosevar is, that kid has got such a bright future in this sport. And, you know, he's he's driving with basically a broken leg, bro- broken what, ankle. ankle. Yeah. yeah. And on his right foot, by on the way. his gas foot. Yeah. yeah gas which foot. is really difficult. Um, but you know, he just, he doesn't want to miss any races and, and the kid is just gritting it out. And, and I, boy, he's just so close. And you, you know, I, I feel like any week now, I'm not even going to say necessarily which track I say any week. Now that kid's all he needs is just that little bit of luck to go his way instead of the other way where it usually goes. And he could win three or four in a row because that, that's how good he's really been. That's true. That is that is very true. And, and I I've, we've, I feel like we talk about it all the time. Whenever you win one race, you're probably going to win more. So it's, yeah, it's a scary momentum. thought to think about as you get close. Because they only have what, what, one race or two races before the cutoffs. Yeah, two races, uh, yeah. Mid-Ohio and IRP. So they only have two races before the cutoffs. I, I almost can see a scenario where he doesn't even win in the regular season. And then when the playoffs start, he wins them all. <laughs> and just goes on a tear and wins every single race. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in the playoffs, but um, I mean, and and doing it with a broken right foot, which 
to the normal part. Like that makes me cringe thinking about having a broken foot and not even having to drive a car. Well, I'll tell you, the closest I've come to that, I've never, knock wood, I've never broken a bone, but... Me neither. Um, knock on wood. I used to play in a, in a band, um, Dixieland Jazz Band. He's a real musician, a by the way. Yes, drummer. Drummer, okay, which is the purpose of this story. Um, played in a baseball tournament, softball tournament, on the day of one of my band gigs, and badly sprained my right ankle. Okay, a bad sprain can be as difficult almost as a broken bone. Now, think about if you're a drummer, what is the function of the right foot? The bass drum. Mm -hmm. And in jazz, the bass drum is is very active compared to even necessarily in rock. Um, That night was really difficult. (laughs) So I I can sort of kind of imagine maybe what... what, Josevar is dealing with, but, um, man, it's just a, it's just a tough thing. And, but again, he's any week now, he's going to break through that series is putting on great races everywhere. It goes as always. And I feel like the other night there were 10 trucks that could have won that race. Um, and the, the one that had the most luck was the one that ended up winning, which was Ryan priest. I don't think he dominated as much as it looked like he dominated, but it's like every time another truck would get close and make a run, something would happen. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he he fended off the masses. Blake, have you ever broken any bones in your lifetime? Luckily, no. Um, I think I actually yes, yes. My uh my wrist it was it was partially <laughs> like, I don't my dad's talk fault. About it. It's a hard spot for it me. It was partially my dad's fault, believe it or not. <laughs> okay. He he built a ramp. He built a ramp. Oh lord! While we were sledding. I was like, oh, let's build a ramp. He's like, okay. Build it as high as no, he possibly so could. No, so it wasn't his fault. It was your fault well, for suggesting uh, <laughs> to build a ramp in the first place. <laughs> he let me go down on my knees. That's the oh, thing. Okay. He let me go down on my knees, flew <laughs> off. And of course, this is the week of the SAT, so he thinks I'm faking this. So Wow. <laughs> you try to get out of the SATs as hard as you possibly could. It just, just didn't work out in your favor. And then, and then during the summer, this was like early in my karting career, my sister kicked my pinky, t- my pinky finger. <laughs> it's, still, it's still off. It's still off. How does... How does one kick a pinky finger? Swimming. Swimming. That's the thing. So I was throwing a torpedo in the pool. I was like, look at that. I was like trying to get my sister's attention, poking the back of her foot. All of a sudden, winds back. And I'm seeing this all in slow motion. Just winds back and boom. Just So once again, you were the provoker here (laughs) because you were poking her. It sounds different hearing it now. It's (laughs) (laughs) like, wait a second. We're we're learning a lot about you as a child, Blake. And and now we have audio audio footage of this for the rest of his life. Yes. So he can never yes. deny this now for the rest Don't of his life. Don't let my life. sister find this. The world is going to know all about this. <laughs> Your sister's going to kill you for bringing it up. If it wasn't bad enough, it's on audio. He has a he has a weird like you know shape to his pinky finger now for the rest of his life that his sister can sign and autograph it someday. Like I did this because of me. So um, so let's go back to Nashville. Yes. So let's finish the top ten real quick. We still have time. I'm sorry, we got off topic here. Um, Stuart Friesen finished in the fifth position. Uh, Christian Eckes did was doing pretty good for a while. He came home in sixth. Another great run for Tyler Ankrum. Um, a much deserved top 10 run for him. Uh, Max Gutierrez was eighth. John Hernemichek finished ninth. And uh, Matt Crafton came home in the 10th spot. So uh, those are your top 10 finishers mm-hmm. uh, for the race. Max so. Gutierrez was Gutierrez. the absolute yeah. star of that event. 100%. We'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. He needs some love. Uh, that is true. All right. So we, we will uh, shout out to Max when we come back. This is the Inside Pass. We'll be back with more right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. 
bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. My name's Eric Jones, and you're listening to the Inside Path. I'm under the assumption that Blake is going to have two less Christmas cards this year. His <laughs> dad and his sister. <laughs> yeah, and his sister. Yeah. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Uh, Randy Miller, Tom Baker doing production and uh, co-hosting with us, as well as Blake Lothian here with us. Um, we're going to talk to him a little bit more in depth about his career, hopefully bail him out of trouble here um, later on in this uh, segment. Before we went to break, we were talking about uh, Mad Max, the other Mad Max, uh, and uh, his fantastic run in the Truck Series race on uh, Friday night at uh, Nashville, and uh, Tom wanted to give him some love. So, uh, Well, I mean, here is Max Gutierrez, a racer from Mexico. Okay, who's Much like com- Daniel Suarez. Who's come over here. Yes, he's come over here. He did win. Um, an ARCA East race, uh-huh. I think it was last year at Five Flags, um, driving for Rhett Jones Racing. But um, 
he jumps into the truck series and he's filling in in the 22 truck uh, and goes to Nashville, basically sight unseen. And this young man inside the top 10, Randy, for most of the entire race and at one point was knocking on the door of the top five, I believe, just watching the way that he drove that truck, um, that Austin Wayne self truck is it's been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It was phenomenal to watch because nobody expected him to be up front running for, you know, even a top 10 spot with that truck. And he drove it as well as anybody has all year long. I, I, I really think he gets the attaboy for that race. Yeah, you know, it's something that I don't see very often, and I noticed it with Max on Friday night. When these guys get into the truck series for the first time, or even the Xfinity series for the first time, or even ARCA for that matter, and they know that they're getting themselves in a little bit over their head. I mean, to a certain extent, they don't have a lot of practice time like they've had in years past, you know, 50 minutes of practice time, whatever it is, to get accustomed to these trucks and cars. They go out there, and, and a guy like Max just, you know, he gets into the top 15 or he gets into the top 20, and he just kind of holds his spot right there. Like, I'm going to see what the guy in front of me is doing. I'm going to see what his lines are. I'm going to see what's if he's going high, if he's going low, if he's going to stay in the middle, you know, where he's breaking, where he's accelerating, you know, just kind of studying the guy in front of him, whether it's a veteran like Matt Crafton or even a rookie like Tyler Ankrum, some, somebody like that. He's there. As a rookie, I'm going to learn my craft, and the only way to learn my craft without the practice time is to see how the guys that have been doing it forever do it. And I don't see that very often. Uh, so many times with yeah. these, these young rookie kids, they think, oh, I know what I'm doing. And they go out there and they slam the wall in turn one on the very yeah. first lap and take out 15 cars because they thought they knew what they were doing. But it's great to see somebody with the finesse to be able to hold, you know, to be able to, to do that and hold back for a little while and see how the other guys do it and get progressively better during the course of the race. He was so excited after the race, too, when they interviewed him on the broadcast. I mean, that was that was a win for those guys, honestly. And... You know, I have to believe that this won't be the last time you will see him either in that truck or somebody else's truck uh, during the course of this season because he really, that was an impressive performance. So, Blake, your mindset, when when you go to a track for the first time or, or, you know, step into a car uh, in a series for the first time, how how do you, do you, are you the the max type of guy that kind of hangs back and sees what everybody else is doing, watch other practices from other divisions? Um, to kind of see what what's what's what, or are you gonna checkers or records, baby? I'm going for it. Well, Whatever typically, typically I'll just study lots of film, try to yeah, ask as go. many questions as possible. Um, but I'll, most of the times, it depends for me on qualifying. If I qualify up front, I'm going to try to run with the guys up front as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm deeper in the field, I'm going to try to try to wait it out a little bit, see what what the race is going to be like. If, if if it's going to be a wreck fest, maybe wait wait a little bit longer and then try to make a charge towards the end of the race. Are you a sim racer at all? Yes. Yes. Okay. I thought you were. Uh, how much does that help you? Honestly, it helps quite a bit. Um, in the last late mile race I had at Hickory, um, there was a the leaders were actually picking the top. Um, I was under the assumption that it's always the inside. So um, in one of the leagues I race, Apex Cup Series, um, the leader gets uh, lane choice. So mm-hmm. some of the times that the the uh, leader will pick the top, and like for instance, I'd be lining up third, and you have to now watch the top car. And that definitely helped me there at Hickory, just learning who to watch. It's, I've I've come to find out a lot of the the sim racers uh, have have really taken to you know the i racing and and even the simulations with like Toyota and Chevrolet and Ford and you know going to the simulations and especially when we get to some of these new tracks that these the younger kids haven't been on yet. 
um, because it really helps them a lot. Like they spend hours upon hours upon hours in the sim rig, just you know looking at breaking points and looking at you know trying to find landmarks on the side of the you know outside the track. Well, if I I get to that tree, I got to break right there. You know that kind of thing. And it's really a a science to it that a lot of people don't realize. And I think that's why iRacing has become so popular over the last four or five years with younger kids is because a lot of these kids that are starting out in racing now, I, I think that may be where the connect would be between the the older generations of NASCAR fans and the newer generations is the technology that's come into place because the, uh, the iRacing leagues are almost like simulation NASCAR type series these days and they pay almost as much as a NASCAR it's, to they some do. extent. I mean, um, you know, some of these guys have made a living out of being a sim racer and, and that's all they really want to do with the rest of their life, so... Yeah, the Pro League, especially the E NASCAR, yeah, the, yeah, the Coca Cola yeah, series. Yeah. yeah, those guys. Yeah, they get paid. They they get drafted, get paid, and it's uh, it's really amazing to watch. Um, what what got you interested in racing, Blake? First of all, how old are you? So I'm 19. I'm gonna turn 20 pretty soon, in on the 26th of July. Okay, and where are you from? Wellesley, Massachusetts. Okay, so back to the question: What got you interested in racing, and how old were you? So for me, my earliest memory is, I forget what year's Talladega race, but I remember seeing a Talladega race on TV. I'm not sure which one it was, but instantly fell in love with the sport. I tried baseball. I tried, well, first of all, I have glasses now, and I didn't have glasses back then, so that's probably why I struggled with baseball <laughs> and soccer. Well, I baseball with glasses. <laughs> um, so yeah, I tried baseball, basketball, everything. I just struggled at it. Then I remember the Honeywell Fair. There were there were go karts set up there in a little oval. The the attendant was saying, "No, you you have to run on the outside. That's the fastest way around." I was like, "No, it's a little flat little flat mini oval. It's it's the inside." So I ended up just passing everyone, having as much fun as I possibly could remember at that time. Begging my mom, "Oh, can I go one more time? One more time?" I think we spent like fifty dollars that that afternoon. Wow! Just and that's where it all started. That's for your mom. Your mom <laughs> Happy is birthday! Cool, yeah. Happy birthday. That's called staying the course. Yes, exactly. So, um, what? Th- where do you go from that day at the go kart track? How did you get into the the real thing? So from know? there, I believe it was Camp Motorsport was the next thing. My mom saw I was in love with motorsports, and she wanted to see how I could um, hopefully make it to NASCAR, and that was the way. So we went to Camp Motorsports. They had like dune buggies and I mean little dirt dirt carts, everything. Um, wow! Absolutely fell in love with it. It was like a weekend thing with me and my dad. Um, I absolutely fell in love with motorsports right then and there. Um, then from there, I went to X1 Boston, got my um, license to race there and start racing in indoor leagues. Oh, wow. Okay. So the indoor kart league is really what propelled you then into um, the real race car. How how long did you run on? Because those leagues can be very competitive. And there are a number of drivers that I know here in the area who came out of the leagues that are the indoor kart leagues here. How long, how long did you do that before you got in a real race car? Oh, my goodness. I think since I was five, I think. Wow. Or for five years, at least. At least five years, I believe. Okay. I mean, I that was pretty much my life. Waking up, like, oh, my goodness, let's go to the kart track 40 minutes away. Oh, I cannot wait. Then there was track one and track two, and I was like, man, which one are we going to be running? Are we going to be running the tunnel course, or are we going to run in the flat one? That was always my biggest my biggest thing. Like Mario Kart. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Baby <laughs> Park. That's right. Baby Park on Mario Kart was just like Martinsville. Oh, see, there you go. Now, so what was your first real race car? Oh, my goodness. I'd say, uh, let, um, no, it was the, the 206 cart I built with uh, CF Motorsports, Mike Camara. Ah, there that, we go. That's 206, but L2, L206. Oh, my goodness. Love yeah. those cars. I still have one to this day. Absolutely love oh, nice. that. Oh, nice. You should have run, run at Charlotte. Yeah, they had them over the weekend, WK's Gold Cup Series. I was, was looking there. into that. Yeah. I was looking into it. 
Um, but then, yeah, that's how I started off my career pretty much, uh, professional career with uh, Mike Camara, CF Motorsports. Um, the first year, my car wasn't really working that well. It was me and another kid, Nathan Holmes, from uh, from the indoor. And we were like, oh, we're both going to do this together. Well, same team, equal equipment, let's do it. So we ended up going out there. My car wasn't really working the first half of the season, so there goes the championship. Um, but, I mean, we ended up pulling out pretty pretty good by the end of the year. Um, after that, we looked into the NHKA, New Hampshire Karting Club. Yep. Um, Run it Loudon. Yes, on the road yes. Course. I announced for that club back really? in 2001. Yes, sir. Wow. Sure did. Yeah, fun stuff. Nice group of people. I think back then they ran the actual full road course, didn't they? They did. Yes. Now yeah. we only run the hilltop course. They oh, just ran it last weekend. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, that would be less fun. I, I enjoyed seeing him run the full course. And, and like I said, great bunch of people. Road race karting is very big in this country mm-hmm. um, and around the world, too. Um, so, yeah, cool stuff. So you went through the go-karts, what, to Legends cars? Yes, Legends cars okay. with uh, Rev Racing. So I got my big break from Rev Racing, really. That's right. Yeah, you were in the diversity program, right? Or are you still? You're no longer in the program, or are you? No, now I'm with uh, Mike Darn Racing. That's right. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, see, I'm from Texas, so I don't know anything about any of the Massachusetts, New England. <laughs> so I've just been sitting here listening to the story for the last five minutes, but I'm glad that I get to be part of the show again. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's great It's great stuff, Blake, and, and we'll continue to talk about uh, the, the summer shootout and how you got from the summer shootout to where you are now um, in, the, in the next uh, couple of segments or so. I, I want to start talking about the, the Xfinity Series race, though, since we, we're still in Nashville, um, officially in our minds. Um, Justin Allgaier dominated uh, the Xfinity Series race. Good to see. He he hasn't been the the Justin Allgaier of of old the last several months or so. So it's good to see him get back uh, to victory lane, his second win of the season, and do it in dominating fashion, Tom. Yeah, it, and it's unusual to see somebody do that in an Xfinity yeah. race anymore because you've got so much competition in that series. Um, and it was really surprising to me to see how fast Justin was. And the fact that again, really nobody could run with him for any long period of time. Nope, he was uh, he was uh, out to lunch, but in a good way. Yep, he took the entire picnic basket and all the condiments and left and uh, checked out on everybody. Um, but it, but it's good to see. I mean, you know, Junior Motorsports hasn't been as strong as they have in years past. I mean, there's been some flashes of greatness from you know Noah Gregson and Sam Mayer and you know and, and guys like that. But um, and even Josh Berry, who won earlier in the yeah. season, but. They just haven't been the junior motorsports dominating, you know, organization that they've been in years past. And I think that's just because of, you know, everybody else, the lower funded teams coming up and, and, and starting to do good. So um, we'll talk more about the Xfinity Series on the other side of the break. Uh, an interesting top 10 uh, amongst those guys, too. Um, and there's some storylines coming up there, too. So we will step aside, take a break. We'll have more of the Inside Pass right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. If you learn nothing else from our show, you will learn that we like uh, old oldies music. Uh, on our show classic uh, rock classic rock yes. yes as opposed to oldies which i also like right There's nothing that wrong would with be oldies, like 50s but, uh, and 60s that's true yeah that's true but in in any event if you if you don't listen to our show for the nascar talk listen to it just for the re-entries uh, yeah. you can listen to our show for exactly. 10 seconds at a time for what eight eight segments or something like that and then you can go <laughs> on about your business um and do whatever you want all right back to the show um we mentioned justin allgaier winning the race trevor bain with another runner-up finish, when is the guy going to get a full-time ride? Oh, boy. I mean, you know, again, you when you jump into the 18, you are expected to go contend for wins, and Trevor has done that. He's done everything but. Every time out, he's done everything but win. And again, he ran into a buzzsaw named Justin Alkire the other day. Um, you know, he so he was the best of the rest, right? And uh, that, that wasn't a bad thing to be. Um, Trevor would have loved to have won that race because, of course, Nashville is the next major city in Tennessee west of Knoxville, which is where he's from um, and where his um, coffee 
uh, shops are. But um, yeah, it's uh, that was a good run for him, and and I hope that after this season, somebody offers him an opportunity because yes, he's not twenty three, but um, he's been off a while, so like he's younger in his racing arc or narrative than than what his calendar age is so i feel like he'd have another 10 good years of racing if somebody gave him a shot i mean it's it's a situation with trevor bain you know being, having set out for however many years what three four five years however long it's been yeah. since he's been a full-time driver plus having the ms on top of that but you can't tell like when he's out on the racetrack you know it's like he, he's just like everybody else oh yeah um and he's putting a whooping on him you know just being somebody who has you know 10 races or whatever he has as a as length of his contract this year but he's proving that sitting at home doesn't mean that you can't still be actively a part of the sport and i'm sure you know training every day and fitness every day and probably doing sim racing you know a couple of times a week just to keep your mind focused on what you're doing because you never know when the phone might ring and you know, Mr. Gibbs calls and says, hey, I want you back in my car. Well, he's also been a broadcaster. That's true. So yeah. he's watching and he's very good it. And, and yes, he is. That's true. And he's run some truck races yeah, in the past true. for Nice. Um, so, you know, he, he hasn't been completely away from right. the sport. So it's been just waiting for that opportunity, like you said. And when uh, Joe Gibbs Racing gave it to him, he's made the most of it. I mean, I... I feel like he's bound to win one of his starts, and if he doesn't, he's certainly going to have enough of a record to to deserve um, a, a good opportunity. The problem is I don't know how many real good opportunities, at least in the Cup Series, are going to be available next year. That's true. I would love to see uh, his, his sponsor, Devotion Nutrition, come on full-time and sponsor him for a full yeah, season. They have the and means I think that to may do it. Be, That'd be great. That may be one of the caveats to that to, to that deal is, you know, would would Devotion sponsor him for a full season or even like a half a season and split the car with somebody else, but you know, he definitely deserves another opportunity to 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 be in the in the big league, you know, series yeah. whether it's Xfinity or in the in the Cup Series or in championship. the championship. Yeah. Um third place was Riley Harps. Uh, Ty Gibbs came home in fourth and he had he needs to probably thank Sam Mayer for not help for not letting him wreck. Oh like, my, that was a weird deal. That was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in a, in a while. Sam got him sideways. For those of you who missed it, Sam got him sideways and then basically just sort of kept him alongside him and and straightened him back out again. Yeah. It was it was really uh, kind of weird the way that went down. Um, but uh, again, you look uh, Gibbs Gibbs or well Gibbs. Uh, then former Gibbs driver Riley Herbst and then uh, Ty Gibbs finishing fourth. So. Not a bad day for Joe Gibbs Racing with a second and a fourth in the top five. Well, I guarantee you that Ty didn't go in and thank Sam Mayer for that because they're they're not really on the Christmas card list with each other no. right now. So um, I'm sure there was no thank yous given. Or, and the may- interesting thing is is that you know both Ty and Sam have had issues with other people right. uh, during the year. It's and it's not and you know what they're two young aggressive drivers. Sam has really come a long way in the last four or five weeks. Has had yeah. a run of top five, top ten finishes. Um, and Ty is sort of chilled since the beginning of the season and hasn't had a, 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 a really great run. He did finish fourth, but I don't consider that a great run for Ty at Nashville at all. Um, you know, but, uh, again, both of them, uh, yeah, you're going to have that, uh, <laughs> when, when you got, uh, the aggression level that those guys do. That's very true. Uh, there's Ryan Priest again. He came home in sixth in the, uh, Xfinity race the following yep. day, um, and then uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt was uh, seventh, Austin Hill eighth, Ryan Sieg was ninth, and uh, Brett Moffat came home in tenth. So that's the the top ten. Nowhere to be found in the top ten was Colleg Racing. What is going on with them this year? 
you know, it's aside it's, from AJ, of course. It's just one of those years. I mean, you know, you you have great years and you have years when you can't hit the side of a barn. And colleagues had a run of really good years, I feel like. And it, it just sometimes gets to a point where you're just the odds get even, so to speak. And you you just end up with that that season where no matter how hard you try, you just can't get anything to go right. And yet you just know that, that with those guys, one win and suddenly everything's magically fixed again, you know? And so it's not that they're running poorly. They're just not running the way colleague racing is used to running. And I would have expected more out of Landon Castle. Honestly, he, he didn't start off super strong, but then he got really good. And now he's kind of leveled again a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, and Daniel Hemmerich's just never really quite gotten out of the starting gate. I don't feel like this year, That's which true. is kind of interesting. He's so still, he's still celebrating his championship from last year. Yeah. I don't know. Um, like I said, I feel like all it's going to take is one win and that driver will suddenly do well for the rest of the year. That's kind of how it works. That, that's exactly how it works. So the uh, Xfinity Series is uh, off to Road America um, this weekend for more racing action. There's a lot of, uh, we used to call them road course ringers. They're not really ringers anymore. They're what are they, moonlighters or whatever they're called now. But uh, Ty Dillon is in the 6th. Uh, will Rogers is in the 13. Kyle Larson uh, makes a start for Hendrick Motorsports now in the 17th. Um, Sammy Smith is going to run the 18 this weekend. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek is in the 26 for Sam Hunt. Then you got uh, Tyler Reddick in the 48, Miguel Paluto in the 88. So there's a lot of a uh, lot of talent. Ty Dillon is in which car? He's in the six. Oh really? So yes. Ryan Vargas is out again. Vargas is in the 47. Oh uh, boy. For NBM this weekend. Yeah. So. Okay. Downgrade. <laughs> um, huge downgrade. I wasn't going to say it. I was going to let well, you say it. But, I, look, I, I mean, don't. I don't mind saying it. it's a downgrade. Um, that's too bad. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, Ty's a guy that definitely is. Again, when we get to the Cup Series, we can talk. He's a guy that's on the verge. I feel like over the course of this next half of the season, you're going to see that team get better and better and better and better. They may not get a win this year, but I think they're going to get dialed in to where they come out of the box next year and they're, they're contenders. That team is definitely gelling. I am looking forward to seeing what uh, what Larson can do uh, with Hendrick back in the Xfinity Series for the first time in, in many, many years. Um, Sammy Smith will be in the 18 car, making his first start, coming over from the ARCA series. So we'll see what he can do to mix up with uh, the rest of those guys. Sage, I forgot about Sage Karam, too. Um, he's in the 45. So okay, lots of lots of good competitors. So you look at uh, Hendrick being back in the Xfinity series, and of course it's always been the prevailing theory that Junior Motorsports is kind of Hendrick. So now we have actual Hendrick actually, and actual kind of Hendrick. Hendrick, Hendrick 2.0. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really very true. Uh, I mean, interesting. That's true. That, yeah. that is very true. It's basically um, Kyle Larson driving an Xfinity Series car with a Cup Series motor in it, basically. It's going to be. Well, um, it's, it's just uh, it's interesting, and I'm not sure why, Rick, why they decided to do this, but, um, you know, instant contenders. Um, you know, I, you, 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 those of you who listen to this show enough know I'm not a big fan of the Moonlighters, so um, I, I like to see the series regulars get the glory and not, you know, the, the, the guys dropping down. Um, but uh, on a road course, it seems to be more interesting. And, sure. and I, think, uh, I think this weekend will be interesting. Road America is one of my favorite road courses in all the land, and it's, I think, the biggest road course they run on. That's true, and it usually has the most people too in attendance. Yeah. Over well over yeah. hundred thousand, and they are in they're in the jeopardy of losing the race uh, next year to the Chicago Street Course, which I guess we'll talk about a little bit later on. We are going to uh, 
switch back over and uh, talk to Blake for a little bit before the rest of the segment ends. We were talking about your career, and and now we've made it to the summer shootout. So um, you were at the summer shootout in 2020, correct? Um, So how did you get from there to where you are now? I believe 2019. 2019. Sorry, 2019. So I got the call from Rev Racing. We got the opportunity to go to the Combine coolest thing in 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 the world from my opinion you get to go to get to go to their shop coolest thing when you see arc cars for the first time in real life it's like man those they're right there you can touch them if you wanted to (laughs) and then oh pretty car (laughs) (laughs) like who is this who is this person in my shop get him out of here (laughs) but you weren't getting in that car you were getting in the legends car no i was getting in the legends car yeah but they brought, I think it was six people going for four spots. We had we got to go to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. That was my first time, second time going there. Nice. So that was pretty cool getting to go back into those simulators. Absolutely obsessed with simulators. So seeing a full, pretty much bodied simulator, I thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah. Um, and then we did. We went to GoPro, um, and we had a combine right there. Um, I believe it was. We had races. We had practices. All that judged our um, our skill from that. Um, and then from there, um, went back home. Got the email that we were one of the four that were selected. Now, you said you went to GoPro Motorplex to do the co- – here Here you are, a kart racer. You had to be like, oh, I got this, man. I, I'm in. I'm <laughs> on top, in. On top of that, at 206 as well, which I won championships oh. in. So it's like, man, this, this, this is looking pretty good for me. The other folks, if they knew that, are like, oh, gosh, we're <laughs> no chance now. Blake's in. That's awesome. Good for you. What was So what was the Legends career like for you? What was it like rather than the shootout? So the first time hearing about the Bojangles summer shootout, I'm coming from up north. I'm like, what in the world is a Bojangles? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, this is going to be easy. I'm going to come in there, do really good, get a few wins, and from there I'll be in a late model. Nope. No. The first race, I think I went two laps down. I was like, what have I gotten myself into? Because I'm going from uh, no suspension, pretty much a go-kart, into a... The hardest car to drive on yes, the planet. Yes, 100%. I mean, yeah. power-to-weight ratio. I mean, it's, it's a pretty cool, pretty sporty car. Um, so the first four or five races, I really struggled. Then about the later half of that year, I really turned on the jets. I figured it out. Um, so I closed off the year really well. Um, but the beginning part, I struggled. So you ran the legends car for how long? Uh, so that year we had 15 races on a contract, um, 10 in the summer shootout and five out of that. Um, one of the five out of that, um, was Wake County, which we finished pretty well. I think we finished like fourth or fifth, which that was my best finish at the time. And then the next morning, we hauled off to Anderson, South Carolina, and that's where I, on the last lap, I was running really good. Drove through the field like twice because I got spun. Um, was doing pretty good. All of a sudden, some car dive bombs it to the inside of me, spins me out. This is on the white flag. They're, the race control's looking at the leaders coming off the four. Um, sitting in the middle of the track, what feels like forever, and then all of a sudden, a car comes out of, I mean, all these cars are just dodging around me. I'm in the middle of the track. All of a sudden, this one just drills me right in the driver's side door, just caves in the door on me, everything, the whole nine yards. The other car bursts into flames. It's crazy. I, I hate that. Uh, and we don't have enough time in the segment. When we get to uh, the second half of the show, uh, there's a story that uh, I have, uh, almost a similar story to that when I was racing uh, dirt track cars uh, way back in the day where I, I, I started like 10th or something, and every single car missed me but one. And the one that didn't miss me was the one that totaled the entire car. Ooh. So. 
yeah, uh, I'll tell that story in a, in a little bit, but we don't have time for that. But um, in the second half of the show, I I want to talk about your the late model part of your career, um, and the, the the very first race you won um, was uh, was September 11th, which is really really cool. I mean, I know it was the year before you were born, um, but I'm sure you've learned a lot about you know everything that happened yes. uh, on that day, um, and how special of a win I'm sure that that was for you. Uh, and we'll talk about that in the next uh, half of our show. Um, we are going to do uh, Fantasy NASCAR two. Um, on the other side of the break, because uh, it pains me to do that, though, because Tom has a 17,000-point lead. Um, <laughs> no one's going to catch him. I mean, he could take the rest of the year off and probably half of next year and still um, would not be able to catch him. But he's just had so much good luck this year picking drivers um, that I'm going to celebrate the one the one time I fin- had two drivers finish. Notice, him. Blake, that when it's me, it's luck. But if Randy <laughs> wins one, it's pure skill. <laughs> Well, no, it's not skill. I I did win fantasy NASCAR last year, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna repeat as winner. Well, although the points were reset when we get to the playoffs, so That's maybe about there's a chance. Um, <laughs> and plus, it, it also helps that we have Noah and Nick who aren't playing right now because they're I guess they're mad at us because they're dead last. But whatever. We'll <laughs> st- step aside, take a break. More than this, I pass right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color it, Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? 
At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, the brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. A little short, a little bit of a short segment here, so we'll do Fantasy NASCAR. Since Peter's not here, there's only two of us, so I feel like we can get this done in two minutes and 20 seconds. Um, so the all three series are in action again this weekend. The trucks are at Mid-Ohio, but Xfinity and Cup are at uh, Road America this weekend, so that's kind of a weird uh, kind of dynamic. Two different road courses, um, but uh, going to be a great weekend, I think, for road course racing, 4th of July weekend uh, and the whole bit. So... Um, although I do still wish that NASCAR was at Daytona, but that's a whole other story. Anyway, uh, so this weekend, um, for trucks, I'm, I'm still trying to think, I don't even know who I want to pick for trucks. Um, I picked John Hunter Nemechek last week and that didn't really go over well. And I can't pick Zane cause I'm not allowed to. So, um, <laughs> I, I, I'll pick Chandler Smith for, uh, the truck series race, uh, good road course race. And then. For Xfinity, I'll take Kyle Larson just because it's Hendrick and I can do what I want to. Um, and then on on Sunday for the Cup race, give me Daniel Suarez because two to second road course race, uh, second road course win. I feel like for Daniel Suarez. So those are my picks. Okay, so you know who I'm picking in the trucks. I am picking Zane Smith until the copy wheels paste fall that off for the rest of this. Yeah, um, but uh, that's why I'm seventeen thousand points ahead. Is because you can't well, if he hadn't me. had a DNF the one week I picked him, I'd still be able to pick him, but I'm not allowed to anymore. <laughs> that's right, because Chris Murdoch will beat you if he DNFs again. Um, and um, so Zane in the trucks, Xfinity Series road course race. I am once again going to go f- with Ty Gibbs. I just, uh, Ty is long overdue to get back to victory lane and he, he's good on road courses. Um, boy, the cup series road courses are so wide open anymore. Um, my gut though is telling me Ross Chastain. So we're, we're going to go with uh track house, both, but just opposite drivers. My gut's telling me Ross gets back to victory lane again this weekend. Your, your your gut probably can't go wrong picking track house racing because they're usually if it's not a Hendrick or Gibbs car it's probably going to be track house yeah. so they they definitely got good things going and and Justin Marks has been announced he's going to run an SRX race uh, later on in the in, during the yeah oh I didn't hear that yeah he's going to be uh, in the the one race that Helio can't run because uh, there's a skill so conflict, he's driving so he's driving Whoa. the car oh, wow for in place of Helio so uh, we'll talk more about that later all right we're going to step aside take a break more inside pass right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. 
Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue? You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in your car instructional sessions from a professional instructor have fun go fast and really learn how to drive call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details that's 304-725-8444 friday at the track at summit point motorsports park the performance motorsports network is a compilation of shows about motorsports From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. I'm Michael Annette. If you're not making it work on the outside, make sure you listen to the inside pass. It's nice that we're keeping Michael and Nett relevant by, by keeping him in the, yes. in the rotation. Welcome back to the Inside Pass, everybody. We have a brand new sponsor um, of our show that we're excited about, and uh, Tom's going to tell you all about it. Yes, I want to talk about Connected and the ability for you to get connected on LinkedIn. If you are a business owner or a marketing person who is looking for the ideal lead generation tool, Connected is absolutely the answer. After COVID, there are now over 800 million people on LinkedIn, and so the potential to get in front of the correct audience couldn't be easier with Connected. Connected will help you learn how to use the free version of LinkedIn, which is what most all of us have, right, to target exactly who you know is qualified to buy, partner, or work with you in just 15 seconds. I know this. I use it. It's true. Once you have your list of perfect prospects, just bring the list over into the connected tool and type out the message you want them to receive from you. Connected will automatically reach out to the thousands of prospects for you as you This will not only add three to seven qualified prospects on your calendar a week, but it will also increase your LinkedIn network with higher quality connections of only people you would like to work with or associate yourself with. Now, here's what you get with Connected, only with Steering Wheel Nation. 
On Connected's website, the tool costs a one-time payment of $1,500, but Steering Wheel Nation listeners, if you want that coaching package that goes along with the tool, we'll get that for half off, just $750. That covers four personal training sessions in your first month with one of their LinkedIn coaches and consultants and 24-7 support after that. After that, it's just $89 a month for uh, the automation to run for you, no contracts, just month-to-month payments, pause or resume any time. So if you want this, okay, just go to Connected and tell them you're coming from Steering Wheel Nation or from this show, Tom Baker's show, and uh, you will be able to take advantage of that discount. Connected is the ultimate lead generation tool for LinkedIn. Back with more of the Inside Pass after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. 
I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. You know, Randy, Computer Rush is still way better than most of the music that's on the radio today. <laughs> That's very true. Mitty Rush is still better. That is very, very true. I, it's funny that uh, Chase brought us back from break, and I swear to God that wasn't planned. Um, but we were talking about the uh, that we were going to talk about the Cup Series race uh, in Nashville, and he's the most recent winner. So, yeah. Um, if you missed the race, which I'm sure at some point you missed it because we we started and then we stopped and then we started again and then we stopped again and then we stayed stopped because of lightning and. And then Brad uh, Brad Penovich, who is one of our esteemed meteorologists in the Charlotte area, posted a video of kind of like what the weather was doing. And it's like, I, I can't explain it. We don't have a video. But basically, they're called outflow boundaries, I guess. Um, when it starts raining, there's like a, you know, a gush of air that creates another line of storms in front of it. And they literally converge on top of the track. Literally, like combined, blew up a storm like right on top of the racetrack. Um, and that's why this race didn't get going until well, I don't even know what time it was. It was, like it was 10, about ten thirty. Yeah. restarted, and like the problem hours. was they moved it from NBC because, of course, at nine o'clock Eastern on Sunday nights, America's Got Talents on. So oh yes, and we can't interrupt we, that. We can't miss that for right. a NASCAR race, and there was no point in missing it because it was raining anyway. So um, they moved it over to the USA Network, which isn't all bad because it's still on everybody's cable system. It's a basic right. cable channel. Um, so happy to, to have that instead of the NBC sports network that we've had in the past that not everybody could get or worse yet putting it on Peacock only and streaming. But um, so the, that they moved it there and restarted it about 1030 and they ended up getting it in. You know, I think the cool thing about the NBC coverage is now, now that NBC SN is gone, you only have two options. There's only NBC and USA. Yeah. Whereas with Fox, I know, like a couple of years ago with the truck race, it was on like Fox Business Channel or some like well, they, weird they channel. Sometimes, yeah, Fox had a lot more options to sort of bump it to some other right. of their networks, and nobody would know where the heck it was. Right. And then they wonder why the ratings were in the toilet. Right. It's like because nobody can find it. That's why. So, um, yeah, NBC and USA is actually a nice deal for the second half mm. of the season. Yeah, that's true. Um, Kurt Busch came home in the second position. A uh, great run for him. Uh, he almost had uh, an opportunity, although he couldn't catch Chase Elliott. Uh, Ryan Blaney uh, spun earlier in the race and uh, came back to uh, finish in the third spot. Kyle Larson had a, had a great run, too, finishing in fourth. Um, then there is the uh, the red, white, and blue of the Ross Chastain car, the, yeah. the jockey Chevrolet, um, came home in the fifth position. Denny Hamlin came home in sixth. Then uh, Austin Cindric, Christopher Bell, Joey Logano, and um, happy Kevin Harvick, who may actually be happy that he got a top 10 run because uh, that team and that organization has been complete just dumpster fire this year. Yeah, they changed some crew members around. And, well, it helped. Yeah, Kevin was definitely, I think, uh, more content, but still not where they want to be finishing. Austin Cindric, a great comeback after an issue early in the race. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, that, that, uh, the Toyotas dominated most of the first, uh, portion of the race, but after the rain, um, you still had true X for a while. And then Hamlin was always kind of there, but I feel like it kind of equalized once the track, all the rubber was gone and everybody was kind of on a, a clean track again. I feel like it kind of equalized and we really saw some great racing down the stretch there. Yeah, there were they were three wide for what seemed like 20, 30 laps at a time yeah. uh, between it was, it was Truex and Hamlin and uh, was it Chase? 
Yeah. Yeah, uh, running three wide there for a little while and doing a pretty good job of being consecutive without running into each other. Uh, and it was great to see Martin Truex uh, having a good run. Um, he announced on Friday that he is uh, going to be back in 2023. A lot of the announcement seems like it's just going to be a one-year deal. I feel like when we get to before we get to Daytona Speed Weeks, it's going to be his final year, and I think he'll make that announcement when we before we get to February Speed Weeks. Um, cause I, I think they've they've decided you know he's going to do one more year, and then at that point, I feel like Ty Gibbs is probably going to take that seat. Um, yeah, you would think. I can't picture Ty being in Xfinity more than another year, although right. I would have pictured him taking Kyle Busch's spot in sort of the, um, the in the 18 car, because that's kind of the the hometown right. car or whatever you want to call it, um, the family car. But, um, yeah, whatever, whatever spot is available there. Um, but you know what? You got John Hunter Nemechek, too. And if John Hunter can ever sort of dial himself back a little bit and, and uh, start finishing races again, I think, I think there's still a chance that you might still see John Hunter in a, in one of those cars, depending on how there's, there's so many Toyota drivers, it's really just a matter of when, like Kyle and Denny retire, whether or not any of those guys, because you know Jesse Love's going to stay in the family unless, you know, somebody yanks him away before there's an opening. Um, you know, there's there's there are a couple of drivers that I think are just in line that way, but um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that 19 car um, after, because I feel like there's a possibility that you could see. Kyle and Martin both go in the same year next year, but I, we still don't know if Kyle's coming back. We have not heard a sponsor announcement. We, I'm assuming still that Yahoo is going to be a big part of Kyle's season next year, but we'll see. I've heard Hershey's maybe, but again, that's all just street rumors. So we'll see where any of it goes. I think another one of the caveats to this whole thing is the rumor that Dodge could be making a comeback, whether it's next year or, you know, 2024 or somewhere down the road. You would think if they're going to make a splash back into the NASCAR world, they're going to want a good top driver to be, you know, the face of that brand. Well, 24 is what I'm, what I've heard. Yeah, I heard 24 too. And, and I've heard, um, you know, again, these are just, these are rumors that you hear from people that, that are inside, but not, you know, the actual uh, horses mouths um i've heard richard childress's name mentioned and you would find it hard to believe that he would ever be anything but chevrolet but again if you get the chance to be a number one somewhere else and remember this in this scenario we're dealing with a spec car pretty much mm-hmm. it's just the body that changes right, so exactly. if you were ever going to change manufacturers this would be the time to do it because right. it's basically keep your car here's your new body we're right, done exactly you know and sure. so if there's a lot of resource money thrown into that boy it could be real interesting and i wouldn't be surprised if we saw two more manufacturers in the next three or four years coming into the series and then it really gets interesting because we've only got 36 charters that's very true that is very very true uh so we we talked about martin truex uh, signing his contract another person signing a contract was ricky stenhouse jr he gets to come back to uh jgr not jgr (laughs) <laughs> close jtg doherty, JTG doherty. for another go. at least couple of years or so which i you know we we talked about how great it, it seems like that team is doing only having one car now um because for so long they, they yeah. spread the resources so thin and neither him nor ryan priest were doing good but ricky's had some flashes of brilliance this year only having one car he's had a couple of bad weeks of bad luck but he's sitting in the top 20 in points uh, and it could easily make the playoffs if he wins a race, which we've got Talladega coming up yeah. um, and Daytona both. So it tracks easily. He could, he could win. 
um, and be competitive at. So I think it's good for them to, to invest that time in him for another year. It makes sense because, again, there is forward progress. And the problem that you have if you're JTG, you're not scoring a Kyle Busch. You're not right. scoring a Denny Hamlin. You're exactly. not scoring one of those drivers. You're not there as a team. And they've they've had Ricky now for a couple seasons. He's done really well for them. He's been very close to winning. Um, you know, it makes sense to keep him rather than start over with somebody else where you got to learn chemistry and all of that. And, uh, and, and, and I think it's a good match. So I'm happy to see that they, uh, they got that done early and out of the way. Uh, so speaking of getting it down and out of the way, before we still have a little bit of time left in the segment, let's do black flag checker flag real quick. Um, we didn't get to do it last week because I didn't feel like it. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> um, so my black flag, uh, this week, uh, it's kind of kind of tough for me. There's 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 not really a lot of bad things that happened this weekend. The, the racing as a whole was great, but I'm just gonna black flag the weather because I hate when weather disrupts racing. Um, <laughs> and my my checkered flag uh, this week just goes to to Nashville, the city of Nashville, and everything that, that gets put into that sport. I know that they want to go back to the fairgrounds, but the super speedway is the next best thing, and they put on a really good show in Nashville. So uh, fairgrounds is coming. Them. It's coming. It's coming, yeah. yeah okay, know. black flag for me goes to NASCAR for starting a race at 5 p.m. in the hottest part of the day in Nashville, Tennessee in June and making the fans sit through that. Then you know it's going to rain. Listen, I understand the later start times work better for TV, but you know what? When you know you're going to get rain later in the day, you got to do what you got to do. Put the thing on USA and bump law and order reruns for a while and start the thing at 1 o'clock and be done with it. So there's my black flag, my checkered flag really could go to one of about a thousand people but i'm going to choose trevor bain he just keeps on rolling with that car and he's going to get a win before the years i don't know it give him a full time ride all right we're going to step aside and uh, take a break we we do have some sad news to report uh, and we'll talk about the life of bruton so we come back here on the inside pass stick with us Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance and a whole lot left, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. 
If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorcustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hey, this is Jeff Burton, and you're listening to the Inside Pack. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker here with you. Blake Lothian still sitting with us. We're going to talk more to him here in just a little bit. Um, unfortunately, we do have uh, some sad news to pass along. Uh, this past week, we lost a, a pioneer um, of our sport, Bruton Smith, um, passed away 95. I, I still cannot believe he was 95. Like, it doesn't know seem it. like he would be that old. But um, he, uh, of course, instrumental in a lot of things NASCAR-related, uh, including Charlotte Motor Speedway, uh, SMI. Um, pretty much every most of the tracks that NASCAR races at are, are SMI or are, um, I, ISC, I which is NASCAR. Right. So either way it goes. But um, a pioneer of our sport, nothing but great things to say uh, about him from everybody he's ever met, worked with, been around in his lifetime, um, and just instrumental in a lot of things that uh, has happened in the sport of NASCAR over the last, you know, 100 years or so. Um, and it's sad to see him go, but he left a lot of things behind Tom. Yeah, um, the legend will live on forever, really, because here's the thing about Bruton. Okay, everybody knows him as the founder of SMI, who owns a bunch of tracks. Okay, Charlotte, Atlanta, um, Loudoun, currently North Wilkesboro is under their purview. Um, Kentucky is still an SMI track. Las Vegas, Texas, um, probably missed one or two. Bristol, yes. Um, So, you know, that's how everybody knows him. He's also the founder of Sonic Automotive, which is one of the largest automotive dealership groups in the country. Okay, but probably the most important thing that Bruton founded was Speedway Children's Charities. Mm -hmm. He was a he was really a big time philanthropist. And he first of all, his whole mindset about how he wanted his tracks and his races to, he wanted when people came to the track for them to get the entertainment value of a lifetime. He wanted to, to make memories for them. Hence Humpy Wheeler and all the crazy stuff Humpy did at at Charlotte over the years for promotions and halftime shows and whatever you call it, pre-race shows. Um, But Bruton was all about, impacting other people in a in a positive way and i feel like speedway children's charities and that in the other philanthropical work that he did a lot of which none of us will ever know about he impacted the lives of so many children over generations and 
I mean, how do you put that into words? Bruton Smith was an icon. And so I to, to lose him, I went to Charlotte over the weekend. They had the World Karting Association Gold Cup Series racing there on their um, small short course, uh, road course in the infield. And first time that series had run since 2016. And on the big TV on the backstretch, Bruton Smith's picture and 1927 to 2022 and that and it literally stayed up there all day all weekend and it was it was as if he was looking down over the you know over the racing and and big smile on his face and that's that's who Bruton was um you know his nobody I don't think the average person any of us will ever fully grasp how many lives he touched over his lifetime and we'll keep on touching through what he's built as, you know, Marcus and, and, uh, Graham Smith. Um, and, uh, of course, um, uh, his Bruton's other son is, uh, the, uh, caretaker now of the Sonic dealerships B Scott Smith, I think his name is. And, um, and so he, you know, again, the legend will live on for years to come. Um, we are all going to miss Bruton Smith, but we all owe him a great debt of gratitude for uh, all that he created for us to enjoy, you know, after his his passing. Um, that's true. And the first track, obviously, was Charlotte. Uh, the, yeah. For the first SMI track, and if it wasn't for Charlotte, there wouldn't be a summer shootout. And when it wasn't for the summer shootout, there wouldn't be a Blake. <laughs> Um, because he wouldn't be able to car. Let, let, yeah. right, at least not in a legends car. Um, so a lot of these, a lot of these kids that, that, a, that a started in the summer yeah. shoot, that, that started in the summer shootout, um, got their start because they were able to race uh, at Charlotte Motor Speedway on that track. Um, and you know, we're talking about basically everybody that's in the upper echelon of our sport has either came through or started in, or you know, been a part of the summer shootout during the course of its uh, of its infancy earlier in the. You know, earlier in the early days, uh, yeah. but uh, I mean, I guess Blake, a, a little part of you probably owes us some of your career to Bruton Smith. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, the summer shootout is how I pretty much got my start, got my yeah. lucky break. So, I mean, I, I owe that all to him. And Legends Cars, for those who don't know, were created by Humpy Wheeler, who, of course, worked for Bruton Smith. And uh, the uh, U.S. Legends, who builds all the cars, is located in Harrisburg, right behind mm-hmm. the Charlotte Motor Speedway here in North Carolina. And so, um, again, that's just another form of racing that, you know, directly comes from, you know, Bruton's, uh, Bruton's work and, and Bruton's people. So, um, it just, we could fill an entire show yes. with, uh, you know, all of the things and, and the people who worked for Bruton and have gone on to, you know, impact in so many other ways. Um, so, uh, you know, just, uh, again, we'll all miss Bruton Smith and our condolences and prayers to, um, the Smith family and all of, uh, those with SMI and all who knew and loved him. One of our best shows that we've ever done uh, of the Inside Pass is with Humpy. Um, and I believe he's still talking uh, to this day. <laughs> um, but um, just he's so full of knowledge and stories and just, yeah. you know, he's like a sponge of, of information um, about his life and times of, of being the president at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway. But one of the other things that, uh, that, they, that they did was start the All-Star Race. Um, which the last couple of yeah. years have been held at Texas Motor Speedway, but that may not be the case in 2023 um, because the officials and, and some of the representatives of Fox Sports uh, have came to NASCAR with an idea to move it to different tracks every year, much like 
the all-star all-star game at uh, just about every stick and ball sport there is in the world. Um, Fox thinks that it's a good idea to make it uh, at a different track every year, so that may be something to uh, look forward to in the pipeline. I'm not sure I look forward to it, but it. I it, guess it depends it, on where it's at. <laughs> I say bring it to Hickory. Bring yeah. it to Hickory. <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, North Wilkesboro to me makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it. You would think it would just be at SMI tracks, but unless SMI loans it out because that was their creation, and and I happened to be in town when they first lit up Charlotte Motor Speedway um, back in like '92 or whenever it was. Um, and I got to to like be there, and it was shocking. Like, oh my gosh, look at this! Um, and you just knew that you were a part of history. And I didn't really understand the entire kind of thing that was going on at that time about what what that was going to be. But uh, one hot night, and uh, you know that was the start of it all. And it's um, I think the All Star Race honestly has lost a lot of its luster, but. Um, but again, something else that we can thank uh, Bruton Smith and Humpy and the entire SMI, SMI family for is is that race and that weekend. Well, I personally think that the, the best all-star race in terms of where it was held w- would be Bristol. But I think that they needed to change something. I mean, obviously, it was ridiculously dumbed down in terms of the things, some of the things that they tried, like lights out of the cars and you know some of the weird, crazy things that they tried. But this I think a great race. in terms of a of of a track, that's the kind of track that I would want the All Star Race to be on. Is a track like that? Um, you know, Bowman even, Gray, Bowman. Yes, yes. <laughs> Put them on the quarter mile. Make it know. a chain race. <laughs> okay, so no, we want no we want the NASCAR guys to come back from from their yeah. All Star Race. Yeah. Um, and I feel like someone would be in jail <laughs> or prison um, after going to Bowman Gray. So that's probably not. Uh, a good idea, but um, but I'm looking forward to seeing what what that what that entails. Yeah. What where we go from here in terms of the All Star Race going to different tracks every year. I think that they I I think the best idea um, to me would be to reward the tracks with the highest attendance. So if you can put butts in seats for doing for your your race during the season, then you get to be rewarded with the All Star Race as a present, I guess. Yeah. It's just the, tough the, because the it's really become a made-for-TV event at this point. It's Much not like the Flash. The reason why, yeah, I mean, the reason why the All-Star Race was so great to begin with is because it was at Charlotte and it and it started 600 week. It was like the preamble to the longest race, uh, you know, on the schedule, and mm-hmm. it, and it became sort of that the beginning of a week long, you know, sort of bunch of events in NASCAR's home territory. And I just think moving it halfway across the country, it loses its luster. This is not baseball. And you've got more than players to move. And my gosh, you know, these lower end teams went out there that were in the open, went to Texas and ran 50 laps and came home. I can't believe that was a profitable trip. That, you know? uh, that is true. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see, see where it goes. Years to come. Yeah. Uh, so switching over, uh, talking about SRX for a second, speaking of people that should be in, in jail or prison, uh, Tony Stewart probably <laughs> isn't. No, I'm just kidding. Let's not go that far. <laughs> uh, Ernie Francis Jr. probably doesn't want to be in the SRX series anymore after having a run-in with the owner, uh, owner, president, vice president, chief executive officer um, of the series. Because I guess if you're going to be there and have the invitation to go there, the last thing you want to do is run into the boss. Uh, both literally and figuratively. So he kind um, of so. put a donut on his door, is what he Not did. Not the kind you eat either. I mean, it wasn't, yeah, it, th- this wasn't like this huge incident where he almost killed Tony Stewart, right? But, but Tony thought so. Uh, well, again. Was it to avoid a crash as well? Y- y- yeah, I mean, here's the deal. Again, it's kind of a made-for-TV thing. I'm not saying Tony was faking being angry. 
maybe he was. He's always angry. But, but this is what I know, is that Ernie Francis Jr. put a post on his Instagram that basically, you know, showed still pictures of Tony, you know, with his eyes like six miles wide, grabbing the grabbing Ernie's uniform, and basically underneath, he said, 10 minutes later, we shook, shook hands and made up. You know, that this, that it, so again, um, I think some of this, and I, I'm not saying it was with Tony, but some of this could be a little bit of theater, um, you know, and look, Tony and Ernie are, are, are great respecters of each other. In fact, Ernie, I think Ernie called him Uncle Tony in the post, you know, um, and so, um, you know, I mean, I think the media wants to create things that maybe aren't there or over-dramatize things a little bit. But Tony definitely did lose his mind. Whether it was fake or real, it was pretty good. By the way, Tony won. Yeah. Just for the record. Yeah. All right, we're going to step aside and uh, take a break. <laughs> uh, we'll talk more to uh, Blake when we come back. Um, this is the Inside Past, and we'll be right back right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. 
This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. This is Justin Loft, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pack. I'm going to change my checkered flag. Okay. I'm going to give it to Robert Wickens. Why do you have to, like, steal it from whoever you gave it to earlier? Why can't you just add one? It's your show. I only have one. Oh. Um, but, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but Robert Wickens uh, won his first yes. race back from uh, injury. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he was in a pretty violent crash at Pocono in 2018 um, that paralyzed him. And this is the first race that he uh, has won since he's been back in the race car. Um, it was an IMSA race uh, over the weekend. So uh, good job and congratulations to Robert yes. Wickens. Fantastic. That's a great story. Yep. Uh, also, F1 um, has renewed their contract with uh, ESPN for the foreseeable future. Thank so God. the race is going to be on ESPN. The interesting thing about that, though, is that there were actually other bids from other um, other networks, including Amazon, Comcast, and Netflix um, for the, the media rights deal. Amazon wanted, wanted it just for Amazon Prime Video. Um, which I would assume would would be commercial free because most of the most of the content that's on uh, Amazon Prime that's live is uh, commercial free. Yeah. Uh, Comcast wanted the rights just for the Peacock network, um, th- so the races would have aired exclusively on Peacock. I knew you were doing that. Yeah. Um, and then Netflix wanted it as well, but uh, the money just wasn't there. Netflix's uh, bid wasn't even close to what ESPN was offering. So um, assume the world. buzzer was for all of those other options because I mean, that's fine. You can do it for whatever you want. Well, I didn't want to do three straight buzzers. People will get annoyed. But but the here's the thing with that. Could have held it down. It would have been you one. can't. Yeah, you can't take this. You can't take F1 races off of. American national cable television. You can't go just to streaming right now because there's still an awful lot of television sets out there that aren't smart TVs. They're not hooked up to the internet and some of them don't even have Bluetooth. I mean, they, you're, you're cutting off, you know, I mean, my mother went to be with the Lord a, a few months ago, but before that, if you had taken NASCAR and done that, she'd have never, because she couldn't turn on a computer, let alone figure out a way to deal with her TV. You know, uh, that you, you would lose too many people as viewers doing that. It just made no sense. And ESPN, as much as I dislike a lot of what they do anymore, because I think it's more culture than it is sports, um, they've done a phenomenal job with F1 because they use Sky Sports, which I didn't think I was going to like, but I love the way that they do the broadcasts. And, and again, commercial free. Um, so... There's no reason to not have ESPN and their money and and just to appear to be hip and go off television onto a digital platform where, you know, you're going to lose a lot of people who just simply aren't going to fuss enough to turn it on. People aren't going to pay five, six, seven, ten dollars a month extra on top of, you know, cable, satellite, whatever, you know, whatever you use. Some would, but But most people won't. Here's the way I look at it. Take one of those platforms, Netflix, which I mean, Netflix already has the F1 uh, behind the, the scenes. Yeah, drive to survive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, the specialty programming, fine. Choose one of them and, and, you know, let it eat. Um, but the race itself, and I say the same to NASCAR, not yet, maybe down the road, 10 years, but not yet. Keep it on national broadcast TV and then take your other, you know, take some specialty programming and throw it over there and let people, you know, that want to watch it, go watch it. 
Because I think F1 has gotten a lot of new fans off the Netflix deal. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, but it's just not, I don't think it's a good idea to put the racing on there. Right. So I'm glad they chose ESPN, and and I'm happy to see that continuing. Because I've watched more F1 since it's been on ESPN than I did before. ESPN has been also talking about potentially making a bid for the NASCAR rights whenever the NASCAR rights come up in probably, I think, next year. The end of next year, I think, or, or 2024. Um, that uh, people are looking at maybe ESPN trying to make a bid for to get the rights back for NASCAR. interesting. So we'll see. I hadn't heard that. Uh, we'll see what happens. All right, Blake. It's it, it, you're up. You're up to bat, sir. Um, so I, I want to touch you about uh, doing some research on you. Mm-hmm. I, I realized that the, the, your first late model win uh, came on September 11th. Was it 2020? 2020. 2020. 2020. Yeah, that was two years ago. Um, 20, so 21. 21. Okay. I was gonna I say it was 21. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Cause... Um, yeah, nothing really happened. And we no. don't want to. It's like Bruno. We don't want to talk about 2020. Um, but anyway, in any event, um, your first one came there, and it was September 11th, which, as I mentioned earlier, obviously you know you were born the following year, um, so you weren't around for you know all the things that happened that day. But I still feel like it's a very prestigious win that day alone, just with everything going on that day, even to this day, how special that day is in the, in American history um, for you to get a win on that day it has to be a, a special occasion. 100%. I mean, and of course, before the race, there was a parade with all the fire trucks, EMT, everything. So, I mean, it really, I mean, even though I wasn't alive to witness everything and be kind of a part of everything, um, I still have been to the, been to the uh, reflection pools and everything I've oh, seen. Wow. Yeah. Every single time we uh, go to North Carolina, I try to see if we can stop there and see it. So. Yeah, it's pretty. It, it again. Um, we could take a whole show and talk oh, about yeah, for sure. you and I at least, Randy, mm-hmm. where we were and kind of what the day was. And actually, I, I have a very interesting nine nine uh, nine eleven story that we can sometime when we have time on the show. I'll tell it. But I was at a radio station in Newark, New York, uh-huh. which is nowhere near New York City. Mm-hmm. But you know that presented a challenge for a foreign news source who actually called us wanting somebody to be sort of the correspondent for them and then only to find out that we were nowhere near new york city and really had nothing to say but again that presented there were two calls that in different situations like that during that day that that we don't have enough time to tell it here and i don't want to take away from blake but yeah sometime we'll tell that so uh, eventually, uh, going into 2022, you uh, you uh, had to start with Ray and Brothers Racing, um, and, and I don't think obviously obviously probably didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. But when you're a brand new a rookie in the series, the the two things that you probably strive to do is finish all the laps and put the truck in one piece back on the trailer. Both of those things happen, so I feel like it's probably check mark check mark. You did what you what you were meant to do. You didn't get into a wreck. You finished the race. You learned a lot. Am I right? 100%. I mean, my biggest thing was just making every single lap. I mean, even if it's 498, because I got lapped twice, but still, I ran it every I, single lap. No shame, man. 100%. <laughs> I mean, I was lapped by, like, it was, was it? Alex Bowman. It was Martinsville. So, it you know, it'd be yeah. different if you were, like, upside down in turn two. <laughs> at Mid-Ohio. You, right, right. You were only two laps down at a track that they uh, they almost would have, if you had started that last, they would have been behind you when the green flag came out. <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty good. I love how you said I was lapped by Alex Bowman. Like, you know, that it's an honor. 
I mean, right. he's a cup winner. You know, it's true. <laughs> I mean, it would have been different if you were lapped but by it, like Cody Ware or something. But you were lapped by Alex Bowman. But so the it's point a that story. gets made is the Truck Series is the big time, I and mean, you don't just come into the Truck Series with your level of experience and go out and run for the win. And and no and and with no offense meant to Rayum Brothers Racing, their trucks are not winning trucks. You went out and did exactly what Randy said you should do, which is just. Keep all four wheels on it. Don't don't dent it up too much and roll it in the trailer and get experience. And you did that, and that was great. You oh, did a super job. Thank you. I mean, there's one point where we were on three when I think it was Honeycutt got spun off of two. Oh, yes. The TVs, I don't think, really even mentioned that I was clipped in the right rear. Cut down oh. a tire. It cut down the tire. I mean, it tore the right rear all the shreds oh, wow. pretty much. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought I thought like the whole rear end suspension was just gone. I was like, oh, man. my goodness. Shake Wasn't it. he your teammate, too? Caden? No, no. Who no. was K- Oh, Caden was running a different truck, I guess. I thought I was thinking he was, was running G2G. For- oh, that's right. He was running for GTG. G2G. G2G. G- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glory to God is what that stands for, by the way, if anybody wonders. But that would have yeah, been easier running- than G2G. But- yeah, he was yeah. running for a different team. That's uh, right. So what, what's the future hold? I mean, obviously, you, you got the start at Martinsville, and I'm sure you're looking for, for more starts, mm-hmm. either from Rain Brothers or somewhere else down the line. So uh, anything coming down the pipeline that uh, you can uh, let us in on? Well, we're still we're still trying to work on everything we possibly can. Um, obviously, I want to make as many truck starts as possible this year. Um, obviously, there's an approval process for that. Um, you can't just say your second start go to Talladega. So we're still trying to work on all that and trying to get all the sponsors I in line. I would want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Crash clauses, uh, much Ooh. more highly likely. Slow there. and steady wins a race. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. Uh, let's Do go not... from Martinsville to Talladega. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Just step into the. Just run at the back of the field, five truck legs off everybody else and wait. You'll end up with a top ten. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Seems like that's how if it was at Daytona. A, if yeah. a rent breaks out in front of you, just close your eyes and just <laughs> right. stay the yeah. course. Yeah. Pray that you have a really good spotter at that point. Um, is there is there a track uh, e- either on the Truck Series schedule or Xfinity Series, Xfinity Series schedule that you would like to run if you had the opportunity? New Hampshire, hands down. Hands down, New Hampshire. Yes. I mean, I raced track, there. Of course. Yes. I raced there. I was back there two months ago, I believe, flagging for the NHKA. I mean, I just I absolutely love that place. Yeah, it's that's a neat facility. And I don't I think people malign it because it the 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 cup cars have had great shows and not so great shows, but I feel like lately um, it's been better. And I and I'm really interested to see kind of over a, a couple of year period with the new cup cars how they how they run there. I think it'll be a better show. I hope so. I mean, looking at how it was a gateway, for instance, I mean it was mostly aero dependent. So I'm not sure how New Hampshire's going to race. I hope it races really good. Yeah. I think we need a lot more tire fall off to make it really, really work. I thought Gateway was actually a really good race. Martinsville was a stinker so far this year, in my opinion, for the <laughs> yeah. cup cars. But I thought Gateway was actually pretty good. So we'll see. We'll see what Lawton brings. I don't know. I Lawton has always been a, a weird track for me, but I feel like a weird in a good way. Like it's not like it's not like any other track on the circuit. It's a completely different track, yeah. and I think that's what makes it unique when you have tracks like Loudon and Dover and Darlington and you know Bristol and tracks yeah. that we don't. They're not the cookie cutter tracks that we're used to seeing. And even this year, with the new car, even the cookie cutter tracks aren't cookie cutter anymore. Like every single race has been exciting to watch, and even the most boring races, we thought, oh great, they're going to California. This is going to be a snooze fest. It was a great race. Yep. Um, and so you know, I feel like maybe Pocono is probably going to be the next race. Where we're like, oh my god, please. Well, it's like race, we talked but... about a couple of weeks ago. It could turn out to be great. Yeah, exactly. We don't know exactly. with these new cars. We don't know. Very it could good. be interesting. All right, before we forget about it um, and the show gets away from us, talk about your sponsors, who helps you make 
all this racing stuff happened, Blake? Yeah, so I have to say, first off, uh, Peter's Pizza. Um, I think one of my first sponsors ever. Um, across the street from my house, um, local pizza shop. Um, went there asking for a sponsorship for my little LO206 go-kart. That's the best sponsor to have. Yes. Is a pizza sponsor. Yes. <laughs> Be honest. Definitely have to thank them. Um, Red Light Detection, <laughs> Colette Phillips Communications, Texas Law Book, POTUS ABC Kids, Smith Lawn Care, thanksmargie.com. Without them, I mean, I don't. I mean, I'd be still a fan watching on TV, honestly. So now I believe that you forgot a very important thank you. Wait yeah. a minute, let me duck. Thanks, mom. <laughs> thank you, mother. Yeah, thank you, father. I mean, taking Thanks, me all across mom, the country for writing my sponsor list for me. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> done, done, done. <laughs> Caught red-handed. Busted. It was because I would have thanked every single sponsor I had from the from day one. Yeah. So it brings uh, you back to four years old with your hand in the cookie jar. <laughs> Dang it. You Almost got gr- away with it. It's been great having you in the studio. Uh, and, and we look forward to having you back more as your career progresses, Blake. And uh, tell everybody where they can follow you on social media and spell the name if that's a part of it. So uh, Blake underscore Lothian. So Blake underscore L-O-T-H-I-A-N Instagram. Uh, Facebook, Blake Lothian Motorsports or Blake Lothian. Uh, LinkedIn, Blake Lothian on there as well. Twitter, I don't really know how to work Twitter that much, so <laughs> might not be not much on there. <laughs> From what I've seen on social media, I have not. So. Not missing anything. For sure. That's the one social media app you probably should just ignore. Then I also have a TikTok. I have a TikTok. Blake, there you go. I think it's Blake Lothian. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Are you active on TikTok? Mostly. If it oh. doesn't get over a thousand views, I mostly just take it down. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, at 9.99, just take it down. No, no, no. Not a thousand. <laughs> take it down. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> Screw TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we are. Uh, we're gonna step aside. We're, we're gonna have like a minute and a half when we come back. So we're gonna do some rapid fire with Blake when we come back uh, from break. Uh, you gotta be really quick though. We got only like a minute and a half, so you gotta answer these really, really quick. Looking forward to this. Well, so you're, you're, it's gonna be a challenge for you because you're the first person that's gonna have to do it in a minute and a half. Yeah, it'll be it'll be like a true rapid fire. True for, rapid maybe fire. for the first time ever on yeah. this show in, in the history of the Inside Pass. He's gonna be our guinea pig to see if it's actually gonna work. So we're gonna yeah. step aside and uh, take a break. We'll see how Blake does. Uh, when we come back, uh, either way, you got to thank your mother before we leave the show again, or else she's going to beat you on the car ride home. We'll be back right after this. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. 
That's 717-749-0444 or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. I'm Lane Castle, NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. All right, we're going to test Blake with some rapid-fire questions. So I'm going to steal Tom's question. If you could keep any three apps on your phone, obviously Twitter not being one of them, um, which three would you keep? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Instagram, I just love scrolling through Instagram. Just TikTok as well, I love scrolling through TikTok. Um, like I have to say Draft Masters too. I just found that game on the App Store. absolutely love it. Ah, okay. I wonder what that is after the show. Okay. What is something you like that most people don't? Oh my goodness, that's a hard one. Um, Zach Bryan. I don't think many people listen to his music. Who? Zach Bryan. Oh, I think Zach's that's a new good. album. That's an interesting I like one. Zach. Go that's ahead. An interesting one. All right. Uh, if you had a tagline or a warning label, what would it say? Oh my goodness. Uh, always, always truthful. I guess. I don't know. Oh, that's uh, that's pretty good. I'll speak my mind. <laughs> if there was a sandwich named after you, what would be on it? Nothing. I'm not a big sandwich guy. <laughs> Air. Just boring. Air. Just bread. Bread <laughs> yeah, and just bread. That's toasted bread. Toasted bread. It's a bread sandwich. It's called. <laughs> it's called the birds of paradise. Um. So um, I didn't forget. Oh, p- pizza toppings. What's on your pizza? Cheese. I am just one of those plain guys. I like cheese. Pineapple or no pineapple? No. No. No pineapple. <laughs> Which words or phrases do you most overuse? Oh my goodness! When I, when I was a little kid, I used to like saying the word hobo. <laughs> not anymore. I'm not sure what, I, what it is now. Uh, all right. Uh, childhood hero. Jimmy Johnson. 100% Jimmy Johnson. Oh, love great, it. great choice. Love it, love it, love it. Blake, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you coming on and joining us. Anytime you're in town, you're more than welcome to come sit in on the show. Thank you for having me. I've had a blast. All right. We are going to uh, see you guys next week. Actually, two weeks uh, away. And uh, have a good holiday. See you next week. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Inside Pass, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow The Inside Pass on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And visit theinsidepasslive.com. 
The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Inside Pass. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Inside Pass. Thank you for listening.